The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today.
You know, this is a moment. WWE is really gonna induct. You shut your mouth! WWE. WWE is really gonna induct a washed up old man into the Hall of Fame? Huh? Mommy was right. I'm ashamed to be your son. Someone who respects Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, who has been a supporter and a fan of Rey. Rey Mysterio, of course, gifting Santos a mask, one of his own masks that Dominic ripped up last week. Your father may have let go of what you did last week, but I haven't. You're going to have your opportunity to see Braun Strowman, the 335-pounder in action. Here comes Strowman! Fool around and find out. And now Eric set over the top rope as well, just like Ivar. What does leave it with that kind of power? It still was. And now launching Ricochet into the Viking Raiders! Are you kidding me? Right into his dad. That was picking on his girlfriend. Off the distraction by Rhea. Damian Priest gets involved. The official didn't see it. Trying to keep Ray out of the ring. Covered now by Dominic. And Dominic steals one. Look at him in the 450. Nobody home. Eyeball looking nimble. Man, what a heel kick. Give Ricochet a taste of his own mental perhaps. From the top rope, he's gonna crush the man! The Vikings with the win. Charlotte Flair is in top gear. Oh, and a spear! Sending a message to the challenger, Rhea Ripley. Look on, Rhea, look on, take notes. Charlotte Flair with a direct message sent to Rhea. Bridges into the, into the, trying to bridge it. She finally does after this tough battle against Shotzi, who has to tap out. Here is your winner by submission, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte. The one thing I don't understand 
is why the WWE is inducting you into the Hall of Fame when the only Hall of Fame you deserve to be in is the Deadbeat Dad Hall of Fame. Because at the end of the day, I should have been Eddie's son. WrestleMania, son. Because we're gonna put you on the shelf just like we did Sammy Zayn. And Cody Rhodes obviously not backing down from this fight. Wait a minute, Sammy! Sammy! Sneak attack payback on Jay, but it's two on one. Sammy Zayn! And now Cody Rhodes gets into the mix, and the brawl's underway. Sami Zayn from out of nowhere, attacking Jimmy. Right on top of the house table. Cody and Jay fighting out of the WWE fans. Things spilling over tonight. This is completely lost control, Cole. Now Jimmy. Rushing out to the end of his brother. The arms embargo between the bloodline and Cody Rhodes has just gone up in smoke. Sammy Zayn now in the fight. Jay sent back into the ringside area. It is chaos. 
officials out here to separate things. To the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk. I'm your host, Jim T, or is it Marshall the Guru Giri? I don't know, but it sounds very Gandhi, right? Mr. Dr. Evil or Evil Dose, Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to Smack Talk. And no, do not smack your bitch up, just quietly. Yeah, I'm wondering what that was all about. Well, Smack Talk, smack my bitch up. Come on, makes sense. Well, how are you? Jeez. I don't know. I'm alright. It's, it's been a minute since I've seen you. Oh, huh. You know, it's like, well, it's true, but technically we are doing another show, so, you know. So we should show. pretend. We should oh, pretend. Great. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm, fa- I'm very good, actually, Jeff. Thanks for asking, as a matter of fact. But I'll tell you what's not great. And the radiation is maybe the enemy of all mankind? Well, that's quite a possibility, but, uh,. I want to get straight into SmackDown and right here on the Friday Night Smack Talk. Actually, I have some breaking news. Oh, you do? And it, it doesn't involve WWE, but it involves AW and GCW. So, oh, you know no, the please. Fight Forever game is taking forever to come out? Yeah. And no one's exactly sure why. First, they were having all sorts of problems and they needed to get the right. key rating. They got that straight out. Okay. They, did, they never got the trademark for Fight Forever. And GCW... GCW had a, a show called Fight Forever during the COVID era. It <laughs> was like a pay-per-view, and GCW formally opposed their trademark application, and so that pushes it automatically into the trademark trial appeal board, which could easily tie this up in in an administrative federal court uh, in Northern Virginia for months, if not years. The parties are said to be in settlement negotiations, so. GCW is doing an MLW to to AEW as if as MLW to WW. This is obviously a money grab, um, but AEW's done this before. You know they did they tried to do Clash or Clash of the Champions when WWE Clash of Clash of the Champions. Yeah, I mean WWE didn't do anything about it. Everybody everybody was like, oh, they're definitely gonna pose it, but they they didn't they didn't care enough. Um, but GCW is is opposing it. It's probably a money grab, but. They do have a case. I mean, they had a pay-per-view in the same class, you know, or at least one of them, 41. And if it was a downloadable show, 
it would be class nine too. So it would be both their classes would be nine and 41. And if they sold merch, they'd have 25 also. You know, if they, if they bothered to get, the, now, I don't know if it's a common law trademark, if they have a registered trademark or not, but I, I mean, I just found this out, and, but this is crazy. Um, and AEW has not learned their lesson. There's been many times they've not sewn up their intellectual property before naming things and going ahead with things. And, you know, and nobody remembers it, but this, this company doesn't learn from its mistakes and it continues to be managed incompetently. Uh, because their management is a bunch of children. Punk was right. It's a bunch of children. QT Marshall proved that tonight. And Tony Khan is a has a child mind, and on top of that, it's addled by many, many drugs. Many, many drugs. Can we call him Los Nino? Well, we, well I think you'd have to call him El Nino. I don't think you call oh, him yeah, Los Nino. Well, oh, that's the kid. He's the well, the kid. Well, he's a singular. He's not Los Nino. That would be. That would, I mean, doesn't make any sense. It means nothing. It's Sorry. like gibberish. All right. Los Niños, <laughs> Los Niños del Cocaina. But he's still only one person. Ah, the whole company is a bunch of kids, remember? That's what Phil said. Yeah, but he's, 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 you know, probably the only one that, I mean, I think he hoards the coke, so. <laughs> All right, well, how about this? TKC, Tony Coca Cartel. That's fine. There we go. You know what, man? After hearing that, I'm not going to lie, I just... I want to get a gun and just shoot them all over there. I'm joking, just quietly. Just, I'm joking. Really? I mean, you're going to get us flagged and banned for hate speech. I know. Oh, no, no, it's all right. The way YouTube works, especially. No hate speech. I'm joking. It's just a figure of speech because I'm frustrated, Jeff. You're like Tony Carlson. You're just asking questions. I'm just asking. I'm a guru, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm all well, about the guru knows the answer. And harmony. The guru knows the answer, and that means... Brett. TK, do yourself a favor. Actually, do all of us a favor. And, uh... Hmm. Take some more coke. Maybe you'll hmm. overdose eventually. Just saying. Anyway, look, cause seriously, this is... This is rinky-dink shit, Jeff. This is yeah, absolutely rinky-dink, unprofessional, stupid fuckers... ...of a company. And a fucking owner on top of that. I mean, what the hell is wrong with this company? Now, I know you told me before not to play No More Benny, right? But I'm sorry. This is Benny fucking-esque type of shit, all right? Because I'm getting... The more I hear this shit, the more sick and tired I am getting of this company, man. For real. Mm -hmm. And I hope there's a major, major exodus from that company. Like, just everyone, just go and do yourselves a favor. Save your careers. I know you think WB is not all shiny, like... The sun don't shine over there. Bullshit. <coughs> it's too much, you know, snowman shit going on in AEW. Come where the sun does shine. <laughs> With Paul Levesque and WWE. <laughs> Thank me later, Paul. Who do you want to come to the WWE now? I just don't want him to come on me. But as far as WWE, I mean, hey, everything. Yeah, we're back on the PWC, Jeff. Everything leads back to Peni. But um, not the city, not the city, by the way. But um, I'd love Kenny to be in WWE at this point. Absolutely would love uh, Kenny Hobbs. Come on over. They love big guys in, in New York. Um, Warlow, nah. He can stay. He can stay with... Uh... Uh, man, at this point, I couldn't care less if he went to NWA. I still... Fuck him. And maybe... I mean, who else? There's a few others. I don't know. I can't God, think at the top of my head. You are, too... you are talking some smack. Talk, talk your talk. 
It is smack talk, baby, and we do talk the smack. And that's the whole beauty of this show. We can talk about any smack we want, including TKs. Right. And that's what we're doing. So, just fuck it. Blow it up already, Jeff. Do you think this company could potentially, not possibly, potentially go boom? And I'm not talking about Adam Cole, baby. I mean, of course. I mean, the answer is always yes. I mean, but Tony Khan has enough money to, to fund it forever. The question is, will we ever make a profit? And the other question is, does Discovery Warner Brothers want it? And we've talked about this a million times. I have seen no evidence that Discovery Warner Brothers is going to in, invest much more in wrestling. So they may want to keep Dynamite. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't want Rampage and Battle of the Belts. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't give them a big raise or no raise at all. Or they just say, hey, you can keep the $43.5 million a year, but we don't want the other two shows. And you'll just get a big <laughs> Dynamite. That's your, that's your raise. <laughs> We don't want it. We'll, we'll work with you on some reality shows because you know, that's it, though. Just reality quality. shows, Jeff. Forget yeah, Dynamite and Rampage. Get rid of those shows. Right. We'll, you know, you can you can give us you know six to ten people you want us to focus on. You know, for for different six week episodes or eight week episodes. You know, if one works, if one works well, we'll you know follow that. You know, if, if people like Britt Baker and Adam Cole or whatever, we'll follow well, that around. But you know. Yeah, well, we'll see. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on in the mind of Discovery Warner Brothers, but if you look at every other thing they're doing, I mean, they, they've basically, just today, they, they canceled the release of the third Suicide Squad movie. And, you know, maybe it's because of, you know, they've been the losing name? money on the DC movies for the most part. Not all. I mean, the Batman made money, Joker made money, but let's face it, that's like a whole different universe. Um, or it may just be that James Gunn wants to start over. He doesn't want any sort of, conf you know, confusing messages. They already said this is the last Shazam, at least of, of this variety. So, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to offload DC Comics. Um, they're trying to offload all of the, the DC, really? all of the CW, DC television shows have been canceled. Um, really? Yeah, you know, but they're they're willing to sell them to other companies if they're interested. Um, you know, they fired Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, and Henry Cavill, and Ben Affleck. Jason Momoa? They, they fired all of them. They, 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 they are not rehiring any of them. Strangely, the only one that may keep their job is Ezra Miller, because apparently the Flash movie has been testing so well that they think that that will actually be the one thing that becomes a hit that maybe, you know, keeps things alive. And Ezra Miller is, like, he's Kanye West fucked up. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? He's, what he's, did he's he done. do to get... Just just Google him and look at his rap sheet. He's he's all sorts of weird stuff. That's, that's, yeah, well, he's a cheap fucker anyway, Jeff. Okay. Shout out to, shout out to all my New Zealand peeps out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure worry. you have any left, but uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, don't worry. They, they, they don't get offended by it. Come on, but, Jeff. It's but, down but, under, buddy. We don't get offended. But do you know what? Like that. Yeah, but Warner, the Turner Network's primetime lineup is going to comprise of True Blood, not a remake, True Blood from like 2000, the, the show that was on HBO for six seasons, and, um, oh my god, what was it called? Uh, Silicon Valley, the show that I think started in 2010 and yeah, ran for like ago. four or five years. That That's their primetime lineup. They're running old HBO shows. Probably Shit. 12 weeks after that, they're going to start running Boardwalk Empire or The Sopranos or, you know, I don't know if they could possibly get The <laughs> Wire good. on TV. You know, Oz. Uh, you, you oh, know, that's the, a classic. I mean, that's a new one, actually. Big Love, Six Feet Under. I don't know if they could get Oz in a, in a, in a TV version. But Big Love and Six Feet Under, they could. I mean, they, they, HBO had a whole bunch of shows going. Um, 
Like what about Breaking Bad? I heard that's, that's a new show. show. That, that's, uh, that's an entirely different network. Is um, Dexter? Dexter was Showtime, I believe. Oh, I think you're right. Actually, oh, the, kid, the guy no. from Dexter was in Six Feet Under. Oh, he was. There you go. But was he in the was he in a a hole in the ground match though, Jeff? That's the not, question. He was not in the hole in the ground match, but he, uh, he did. But oh. he, but it was the, the, the I mean the story surrounded the family funeral. I mean, oh well, there you go. So, <laughs> Neither. I mean, it was in a mortuary most of the time. Um, anyway, so yeah, SmackDown, right? Yeah, so but before we get there, I was trying to get into it real fast and sne- and snappy, but instead oh, we had to talk about TK some more, and that's fine. I love talking TK. I know. But what I wanted to say though, so you basically saying that Turner Discovery is going to go boom? Well, I mean, well, are they imploding right now? Well, clearly, they are. Well, they're doing very poorly. I mean, they uh, that last report they were fifty-five billion in debt. They apparently cleared three billion in debt, but then the stock plummeted. So, you know, so you know their valuation goes down. So their debt to valuation ratio is very bad. Um, they're, they're trying to sell and license whatever properties they can. So, you know, this is not about AEW. It's probably not about their performance. I'm sure they'd love the performance to be better, but by all accounts, they're barely <laughs> can't be satisfied with it. What? What are you Megas can't be choosers. What am I doing? You ask. Remember yeah. we we're talking about Hubba Bubba? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that. And uh, I said, do you have this Hubba Bubba here in, in the states? I'm an adult. I don't know what kind of bubble gums we have. You made me think of Hubba Bubba. I haven't had it for a long time, so I bought it. Good use of your money. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, I just can't see them throwing around a lot of money for marginal products. I mean. I don't think they make much more money, if any, off of AEW than they do off reruns of CSI or, or SVU or Criminal Intent. So, you know, and, and if they put The Sopranos on, I bet they would get be- better numbers. So, and and it doesn't cost anything because they already own it. So they, they have better options. And AEW doesn't have other options unless a Comcast loses WWE, though, the, you know, there's still the contracts through 2024, or Fox doesn't, but Fox and Comcast aren't interested in, in AEW. I mean, they would just they would just get out of the wrestling business. Jeff, please. Look, I forgot to mention on, on Uncaged before, and I should have because it's important, but I'm going to mention it here. Rampage was bumped, as I told you in the text message, on ESPN2 here in Australia. I know it's only Australia, but that's not the point. They just got the rights to the damn shows. And already they've bumped it for baseball, but get this, not Major League Baseball, right? <laughs> that's what gets better. That's that's why it's even better. But it was called the Baseball Classic, uh-huh. some sort of World Cup, and it was Australia versus Cuba, I think, in baseball, wow. live on ESPN two, and boom goes the rampage, not dynamite, but rampage. That's and, what and happened. Ram- and rampage is going to start getting bumped around a lot here in the U.S. also because of uh, NBA games. Great start. That's like one, like one week it's going to be on at six thirty, and then the next week it's going to be on ten thirty. But of course, since basketball games, you know the start time for basketball games, but you really don't know the end time. So it could be ten forty-seven. It could be eleven sixteen. I mean, you just well, don't let's know. Let's be real. With all the timeouts that happen, if it's a close game in the last five minutes, that automatically is an extra twenty minutes by the time that's done. Right. Or if there's an injury or something like that. 
know, even if a team is like pretty far behind into the playoffs, I mean, what they do is they just foul everyone, mm. you know, to hope that they can miss it. And then the other team either doesn't score any points or just scores one, so they can get two or three to every one point the other team does. I mean, that's, that's just what they do. Um, well, especially if they have fouls to get. So, fucking AEW. I love this company. Did I mention that? I love this company. I know. That's Listen, it is the- they're amazing content for podcasting. <laughs> and TV. We're TV stars. Oh, yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> well, I know I can talk about this bullshit all day. We can talk smack about AEW forever. I mean, the whole show can be based on the absolute stupidity. Yet it can't. But unfortunately, you can't. But it is what it is. I will say this. TK, I don't know what your deal was here with ESPN and ESPN2. But it clearly doesn't suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just right. blow it up. Just Come blow on. it up. No, no. Let's go. Uh, let's talk SmackDown. And we start off with a so-called banger. No. But I hated this match no. with a passion. We start off with Paul oh. Heyman excitedly yes. waiting for a, a Regency uh, SUV to come up. And... The Usos come out together, and Jimmy's very happy to see Paul. But Jay, not so much. They want to know where the tribal chief is, and Paul is noncommittal. Um, and Jay's like, and Paul's like, oh, he's going to be so happy to hear what you say. And Jay's like, whatever I got to say, I'm going to say in the middle of that ring. And then they walk away. But you know, this makes me... But Jay does. But more of a cautious hug. No, if you know I what mean, I mean. If you want to be cautious, you wouldn't hug anyone at all. I mean, hug Jimmy. Well, like the song goes in the background, you know what I mean? Uh, love is a battlefield. Indeed. Just saying. It is. It is. You know what I mean? They, they seem strong, but are they, Jeff? That's the yeah. problem. Right, I know. But I feel like there's more to this with Jay Uso. And the thing that disappoints me, I thought Roman was meant to be on SmackDown this week. Was he not? I thought he was too, and also I thought the the the, the Bray Wyatt segment that wasn't on last week that there was supposed <laughs> to be a pretty big Bray Wyatt segment. It was supposed to be on Raw rather, and it got bumped because of time. And it was supposed to be on this week, and apparently they did play it in in the show afterwards. But I haven't had a chance to look at it or uh, click on whatever happened. But it didn't make it to air, which you know is never. So really who cares? Fun. I'm not going to go out of my way to see it because it's on some rinky dink network. Oh. Not network or website somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, I might. Too much just, trouble. Just because I'm a, just because I'm a Bray Wyatt mark and a Lashley mark. So, but I, I wouldn't expect them. I mean, I usually don't look for extra content in wrestling, but I, I might check out that just because. Well, I just said why. Um, well, unless it's trending, and clearly it's not trending, Jeff. Well, even if it was trending, I would look for it. <laughs> I'll tell but, you yeah. who is trending right now, though, is LA Knight. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I swear to you, yeah. Uh, that was about an hour ago. I, I don't know about now, but he could still be. I'll check, just to be sure. But continue okay. on, please. Well, no, the, the, then we get to uh, the, then we get to the Fatal Five-Way. Uh, yeah. as, as we reported last week, Kofi Kingston got injured. Uh, and as we predicted, Xavier Woods was plugged in, and that's what happened. Um, despite Drew Yari saying, no, they'll just make it a Fatal Four-Way, I'm like, that doesn't smell like WWE to me. That don't work for me, brother. He's like, well, they might. I'm like, well, I don't think so, because they probably already booked the match and probably already yeah. figured out what's going to happen, so they need a fifth person. Anyway. Come on, Drew. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Drew McIntyre came out first, then Karrion Cross came out to his great entrance. To Cricket. Uh, 
uh, to crickets, but Scarlet was wearing uh, basically only covering half her boobs, which was amazing. Still crickets. Uh, still crickets. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand this at all. I've said that a million times. Then we got Xavier Woods come out, and then we had uh, more crickets. Yep, yeah, Seamus with the banger after banger. Um, and and but LA and I came out to the biggest pop. The guy the guy has not won a match, or, or barely a, won a match. No big match, and people love him. He deserves yeah. it, man. Yeah, he I absolutely love, deserves it. I love he's LA still, He's still Eli Drake. I mean, he's the exact same character with the oh, yeah, yeah like in everything. Like it's oh. not like it's new. People think this yeah thing is a is oh. a new thing, but it's so not a new thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's always been doing that, and um, he's been the same character. It's just the only difference yeah, he, is he was called Eli. Yeah, he just cut out the dummy. He used to say, yeah, dummy, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's uh, Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, dummy. Mm -hmm. He used to say that at the start of his WWE run, but then has stopped. I, I guess... Uh, dummy is too strong. Nah, nah. I think Triple H, whoever it was that told him to take out the dummy part, probably did the right thing. Because it just it's better just him going, yeah, like duh. I like dummy. Yeah. Maybe he'll bring it back up. It just depends. Because it will get old real fast, I think, just dummy, dummy, dummy. But anyway, I don't know. But yes, LA Knight did get the biggest pop. Unfortunately he didn't win though because Did Jabroni get old quick? No. True. Especially when uh, Iron Sheik used to say it still doesn't get old. That's Let's right. be honest. You're fucking the bunny, whatever he used to say, however he said it. But anyway, um, he didn't say that. I know, Jabroni. Anyway, I fucking yes. All right, <laughs> so, the match. Well, that's what he said, not me. I don't care if the match. Uh, so yeah, we had the greatest of greatest endings, and um, I'm being sarcastic. So we got Drew and Sheamus. Uh, what does this yeah, mean? So basically, now, what Jeff? happened is this was this was uh, somehow somebody hit. Uh, Carrying cross so that he was basically knocked out of the match. Uh, Sheamus and Drew were blocking each other's finishers, but when Drew walked out of the way, Sheamus delivered a bro kick to, I think it was Xavier Woods while he was diving off the top rope. Uh, and then at the same time, um, who was the four, Who was the, the other guy that was in the match? Oh, LA Knight came into the ring and uh, Drew McIntyre delivered a Claymore and they both went for the pin at the same time. Since there were five of them, there was one ref in the ring one on the outside, so that both refs slid in. They delivered the three count exactly the same time. So as far as we can tell, we have a tie, so nobody knows what to do. Gunter and Imperium were, were looking on. They were they were pretty much the and, whole match. Yeah, they were they were nonplussed by this. They'd be as uh, as Gunter said was, later on to Adam Pierce, he gave Adam Pierce one simple job, and that was one task was to get him the most worthy challenger for his Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. And he couldn't write. And he said, English is not my first language, yeah. but I know that challenger is singular. Challengers, <laughs> plural. Challenger, singular. Singular. Challengers, <laughs> plural. I said singular. A challenger. And Adam Pierce said, well, listen, I think I have a solution for you if you just hear me out. Next week, we're going to have Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, and the winner of that will be the number one contender. And... Oh, no. Gunter and Imperium are satisfied with that and walk off. And can you say um, double DQ or time limit draw? Or, or I'll go one better. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to go DQ, though. But it's going to be Imperium coming in the ring, taking them both out, right? 
mm-hmm. so that no one can challenge him for the belt, but then it turns into a three-way anyway come WrestleMania. But that doesn't make any sense. That's not the creed of Imperium. The creed of Imperium is, I want to face you in the ring. That, that, so it makes no sense. Eh, it's wrestling. What makes sense lately? Nothing. No, I don't know. WWE, yes, you're right. Well, but no, because look at this week. No Bray Wyatt, like you said before, are from Raw or SmackDown. And should we be worried? Well, I, I, maybe we should be worried, or maybe, you know, I mean, I mean, frankly, that that should have been more important than Charlotte having a, a warm-up match with Shotzi. But I guess Ugh. they wanted the Charlotte Rhea confrontation, which really wasn't anything special. But I guess you know they don't know that going on. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should. I don't know. Maybe they just figured, ah, we'll put it on YouTube and blast it everywhere, and we'll, you know, by by Monday we'll tell them that we had, you know, five million impressions. I'm worried, dude. I'm not going to lie because why it doesn't seem like a good sign is because could it be possibly that uh, Creative and Bray Wyatt aren't on the same page at at the moment and Bray Wyatt possibly has taken his ball and gone back to the Wyatt household. I mean, no, I just don't. You don't think so? I think there's some sort of stalemate going on right now, dude. I'm not going to lie. He's got a history of it. Ray Wyatt is doing his creative. He is creative. He he's given yeah. the free reign. So whatever right. whoever you want to blame for all of this, whether you love it or hate it or somewhere in between, Ray Wyatt is ninety seven percent of it. So But that's his weakness too, as Triple H has said in the past. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He needs an editor, much right. like Matt Hardy does. You know, and, and a lot of sort of crazy geniuses do because a lot of geniuses are crazy and a lot of them need editors or they end up cutting off their own ear like Van Gogh. But uh, I <laughs> don't know. Should we be worried? I don't know. I can't tell you not to be worried because, it, I mean, listen, according to some people, it's been an absolute train wreck. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure it's Relax. been an absolute train people wreck. Are, but it, no, 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 no. Come on. Hey, how has it been half a train wreck when really we've only had one meaningful sort of match? Yeah. It, but it hasn't been great. I mean, let's face it. It hasn't, but, no. But the live crowd still likes it. The live crowd still goes for it. But then, you know, I, I don't know, in, in every city. So, well, you know, what do I know? It's it's dramatic. I don't know. I, I'm not. Anyway. The, so, anyway, do we let, let's get back to the, the show itself. So, what what happens after this? Uh, you know, and of course, I skipped ahead a little bit. But what what was the next match after the, the Fatal Five-Way? Uh, it's Paul Heyman. He's being interviewed backstage, as a matter of fact, Jeff. He's uh, distracted. Yeah. and admits he wasn't paying attention to a question about Jay Uso and decides to talk about Cody Rhodes, saying that Roman's been champion for a thousand days. Not yet, actually. Not yet. Not yet, yeah. Maybe that's a jinx from now on. Or a spoiler at this point. And every time a new challenger comes, he talks to Paul about how to handle them. Do they do, they do it like gangsters, which sort of popped me? Play mind games so that the opponents is beaten before they're even getting the ring? Or do they tell the truth that the bloodline are the greatest of all time? And he'll be honest, Cody Rhodes is a stylistic nightmare and the one man he never wanted to see against Reigns. And Roman said the most gangster thing they could do to him is smash him with the truth. Yeah. Wow. Wait, but it gets it gets better because because the truth will put emotional baggage on Cody such that when he walks into the ring at WrestleMania, he'll already be beaten. And then the only story left for Rhodes to tell will be when he takes his shoulders off the mat after beating, after being pinned, and then he has to pick the time and place when he finally acknowledges his tribal chief in Roman Reigns. I like this fucking little promo by uh, Paul Heyman. It was actually perfect. Mm, it was all right. 
Oh, come on. Come they on. Didn't it was too great. much for me. I'm sorry. I, I didn't think there was anything special about it. I mean, it wasn't special, but it was good yeah. for what it was. This, this, this could have been cut off the show. This, this didn't need really? to happen. It didn't advance anything. Like, all, all of this is, like, we know what the story is. They told it. They've told it very well. I know. So we I know. So, I gotta... mean, they're, they're, like, killing us with the bloodline. It's too much. That you I do. agree. But yeah. you know why that's happening? Because, like Chris said, and I was pointing out, look, man, you think we've only got three weeks, two weeks now for WrestleMania, right? But mm-hmm. they need to do shit on Raw, too, because apparently a lot of the fans, including Chris, don't think it's enough time to actually build to this storyline. When I said... Don't worry, they'll be all over Raw too, and that's exactly what they're doing. You want some real world breaking news? Saudi Arabia and, and Iran have agreed to end years of hostilities. Um, no. Apparently, it was brokered by China. So, uh, what? you know, so uh, you know, I get, since this happened under the Biden presidency, I guess he saved the world, right? You, just the he president gets the, credit for dude. everything, and then then blame for everything. So, I think wow. Kamala Harris will come in, come right on in, and take all the glory holes. Kamala the Uganda giant, what? <laughs> yes, Kamala the Uganda. Carmela is money? Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. Car- Carmela saved the world. Carmela saved the world. That would be a great movie. That would be better than Sharknado if it was Carmela. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, and it's a porn instead, right, Jeff? Yeah. Uh, you instead know, of Debbie Does well, Dallas, well, it's Carmela it Does the true, World. If this actually happens, there, there should be the, the war in Yemen should end very swiftly. I was going to say that. I was about to mention the same thing. The war in Yemen has been going for way too long and it's unfair to the Yemenese people or Yemeni people, whatever you want to call them. They're, they've they've been battered by Saudi Arabia, dude. Have you seen how bad it is over there? Well, I mean, in fairness, the, the Yemenis are, I mean, they were having a civil war already. It's just there's... Right, but the Saudis had to come in and just shoot everybody up anyway. Well, that, that's what happens in a war. I mean, the Saudis are back in one side, the Iranians are back in another, but the Saudis are closer, and it's and it's very close to their airspace. I mean, if if this was happening, you know, in you know Turkmenistan, you know, the the, the Iranians would be doing the battering because the Saudis couldn't get over there. I mean, it's, well, the Iranians have got a lot of influence in the Middle East, man. Of course they do. I mean, especially for they're, the, they're, they're, they're one of the most influential countries in in the world. Yeah. Funny enough, they are. And you know what? Uh, Iran's not as big of a bad wolf as people like to think they are. I mean... They're, they're a pretty big bad wolf. They're a bad wolf, but they're not as... Um, I think they're more trustworthy, honestly, than the Russians and the Chinese, and always have been. The Russians, definitely. I think the Iranian people, yes. The Iranian government, who knows? Cause no, the Iranian people... The Iranian, the Iranian uh, people are great people, the Persians. China, I'm not sure about, but I think China is more transitional. They're more about regional hegemony. I think, I think Iran for a while true. did want to. Obviously, Iran's given up there. If this, if this is real, if this is in good faith, they've obviously given up their world of trying to make everybody Shia, you know, and then versus Sunni. Well, that's, that's what a, I was also going to say because isn't Saudi Arabia the opposite? Yes, that's that's why they're having problems. Which makes it even more amazing. I, I that mean, this, this, this dates back to the the grandchildren of Muhammad. I mean, so and Ahmed. Oh. Believe me more than Muhammad. I don't know who Ahmed is. He's Allah to the to to the uh, Sunnis. Was it the Shiites? Well, I don't I know. know. One of them. The issue was between the the grand the grandchildren of of Muhammad, where they were Iranian, but they adopted. Sunniism and and the people there chase them out. Yeah. 
Well, good luck to them anyway. But uh, we're not here to talk about Islam or, or Sunni or Shiite. But uh, yeah, we're here to talk Smackdown. So let's go back to that before we're here for another two hours. Um, so we come back um, and we cut to Drew McIntyre and Sheamus loudly arguing about a backstage about the matchup, the first match, as Ridge Holland and Pete Butch Dunn try to calm them down. And that was that. And then we move to the first inductee to the 2023 WWE Hall of Fame class. And I'm not going to lie, I was surprised. <laughs> Everyone got this one wrong, big time. And I'm talking about Rey Mysterio. Well, he's still an active wrestler. I mean, barely, but he's still an active wrestler. I don't think this has ever happened before. I mean... Uh, Goldberg. Yeah. Well, was he active at the time, or was well, he just... He kind of was, yeah. I mean, you could say the same about Triple H all 19 times he's been inducted. That's but, true too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that. But I, I don't know. I think Edge, this is a, Edge is another one. I think he was inducted though during his nine years off. Yeah, the, straight away the second he done his neck, right. they but, inducted but he him. Off, same he year. wasn't an active wrestler at the time. I mean, Ray Ray's an active wrestler. He's never he's never taken time off except for you know his his. You know, okay, relatively- I'll tell you what's going to happen. This is done for an angle. Then has to be. I think Dominic, and I know it's a big call again, you know me and my big calls, but um, I think Dom and Judgment Day are going to absolutely fuck up the whole parade at, if he's the, he has to be the headliner though, for this to work. So basically I think they're going to like take over at the end during Ray's speech, which will build the Mania match absolutely way more big Maybe time. it's what creates the Mania match, you know how Ray won't hit right, his front no matter that. what he does, but if he ruins his big moment on the stage... If he goes Will Smith on on Chris Rock, oh, you know maybe the, maybe this Chris Rock will will slap back and and they'll add the match on to Mania. I, I think that I think you're onto something. I don't I know that I he has to be the headliner for that to happen. I mean, he's a perfectly worthy headliner. I, I just know, think I know, if they definitely. get Batista, he's going to have to be the headliner as the as the Hollywood guy. But anyway, you know, I think that's a good call. But yeah, I mean, it was it was weird for this, and then Judgment Day comes out, and and Dominic says. Why would they put a washed-up has-been wrestler in the WWE Hall of Fame? Uh, well, I mean, that's duh. what the Hall of <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Ding-dong, Dominique. Hello? <laughs> I'm sure he knew that, though, because yeah, let's course. be honest, his character is kind of dumb anyway. Like, right. He's, you know he's, what I mean? He's, he's yeah. stupid obnoxious. Right, right. right exactly. Yeah, perfect. Stupid obnoxious, like, literally. So it makes sense. But um, I, the only way this, this will be a bigger deal is if they go that route. And yes, you heard it here first because no one else has actually said that. And it's the only thing that makes sense to me. If they were smart, they would do that because that's why I say headliner because imagine them going off the air with the moment of his mum crying, Ray's on the ground, everyone is scrambling, security's right, fucking Aaliyah. running. Yeah, man. It's, that's a moment. Bring Buddy Matthews back for that. <laughs> no, but really. He cried in their Louis Vuitton and, and Gucci. Absolutely. And they are Armani sweatsuits. <laughs> well, they are all millionaires, right? So, I mean, but seriously, tell me that wouldn't be a damn moment, dude. And it's, it a, a, it's a cliffhanger, too. Yeah. So, the, uh, I mean, but the, the expectation was it's pretty much been confirmed that the great Muda is, yes, is going to be. That's a, true. And I, I didn't think everyone was expecting that to be the announcement. And, I mean, it has nothing to do with the storyline. So, that, that, you know, that factors into it and it makes sense for SmackDown. And uh, I, I wonder if if a small part of WWE management booking 
thought that enough WWE fans wouldn't know who the great Muda is because I think that's not giving the I, you're I onto think, something. One hundred percent, they would think that way. Yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway. That's how they are, dude. They really think that way. I mean, well, remember so- earlier this week you said you sure they're hiring a Hall of Famer? Yes, I said yes. It's going to be a slow drip, and they're going to control the news cycle with us. They're going to make sure every two or three days we hear about a new Hall of Fame inductee, so that so that they they always have a, a headline in in the Twitterverse. For sure. No, you're and right. And, and another reason why I think the the Ray Dom thing will happen also, and then I'll end it, mm-hmm. is because of what Ray said. Remember when uh, Dom was pushing him around and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Ray turns around and says to him, Dom, whatever you do, no matter what you do, I'm never going to hit you, right? That's right. why the Hall of Fame thing is the only thing that would absolutely drive him to want to hit his own son. You know what I'm saying? Because I just How much said more that like five minutes ago. The same no, thing. no, no, I know, I know. But I just want to put it out there even more just so people understand that's why I think it will go that you route. You think they don't understand when I speak? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, nah. <laughs> well, trust me, people probably don't even I'm understand I'm a pillar, goddammit. <laughs> I'm a pillow. All right? That's right. All right, right anyway. Pillow. <laughs> Mother, Far- Mother pillow. Mother Fargers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. anyway... Can we talk Legado del Fantasma? Sure. Um, do you like this now that they've literally put all three of the guys into this storyline now? Not really. I mean, they, they they were basically glorified jobbers as heels. Now they're glorified jobbers as, as faces. But listen, like I told Mish, they're very small. And very small doesn't tend to do so well on the main roster except for rare occasions like ray like brian you know there, there aren't there aren't that many very small people who get over in it and you know now i will say zelina looks smoking true she did because she had the that um what was she doing the street fighter character look again sort of i don't know i don't I, you're asking me about video game characters all, all right. i know is boobage mm- <laughs> Mr. I played Duke Nukem for three days straight for crying that out there. That was 23 years ago or more. <laughs> relax, relax. Calm down. Actually, it was something. more because it, it was in the townhouse. So it was more than 23. It was probably what, you owned a townhouse that young too by that I, point? I moved in the house in 97-ish and we moved out in 2000, 2001 because we... Uh, <laughs> I think don't have two, to go maybe, there. Maybe 2002. Uh, we probably moved into it in, in 97 or 98. Then we moved out. You know, our, our our oldest turned about a year and a half. And we're like, and we're going to have another kid. And we're like, it's got to get out of here. Well, that makes sense, right? You can't be in the townhouse. We left like, like four or five years later. It, it, so, it, yeah, it was by 2003, I'm sure we were out. So Well, you see, Jeff, you were killing it back then, huh? Fucking, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a picture of success and a picture of failure. And now, I'm, now I'm a picture of adequacy. Yeah, very nice, very nice. But hey, hey, you put yourself show, with a smoke yeah, that's show. It. That's it. That's right. But don't put yourself down, Jeff. Come on, man. Jesus. I listen. I know where I've been. I know what I've done. So. Oh, that's a good promo right there. That's, that's right. what that's what Ray Mysterio should say back to Dominic after that's that. All I know what I've been. All going to be. <laughs> there you go. Well, anyway. That's all there is, and that's it. That's the 411 by Mr. Dr. Jeff Lippman right there. That's right. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a cool catchphrase. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I am whatever you say I am. Yeah. M&M. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, so that leads to the match, though. It is Judgment Day in Damien Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and Finn Bello versus Legado del Fantasma in Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild, and of course Santos Escobar. And guess who won, Jeff? It was Judgment Day, of course, because Legado loved taking pins. Well, I mean, this, the, what happened was is that Ray at some point was in a, in a face-off with Rhea outside the ring, and Dominic took that time to do a sliding drop kick and kicked Ray. So Ray climbed onto the ring apron, which drew the referee's attention. And while uh, one of the Legato guys, I'm not sure which one, was beating up Dominic and had him in a pinning predicament, Damian Priest came in and, and delivered a thrust kick to his head, which they had a bad you camera mean super angle. kick? Yeah, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> but it was a it was a bad one because he just grazed his head, you know, from that angle. From the from the other angle in slow motion, it looked a lot better. Anyway, he kicked him in the head, and Dominic took advantage to to get the pin and and you know the ref's attention. And you know, so again, Dominic snuck a win, you know, and again it was sort of Ray's fault. And you know, then you see him pleading with Legato. He was frustrated, there. dude. Yeah. And they're saying, it's not on you, it's not on you. But you know they have to think it's on him. So maybe they'll turn on him too at some point. I don't know. They have to, man. They have to. Because you know what? It makes Rey Mysterio look like a dumbass. I'll tell you why. If you can't trust your own son, right? What makes you think you can trust Legado del Fantasma? Which fucking irks me, Jeff, to be honest. Because also you trust these guys, but your son can't be trusted. Right. Yeah, no. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm not really saying. I'm not. I don't think he's trusting them yet. I think he's just, you know, he's. I hope not. You know, if they come out and they back him up, he's okay with it. But I, I don't think it's like he's calling upon them. I mean, I think they're not doing enough. They it looks shifty, Jeff. They, I just feel like they're not really doing anything. I think you you just have wishful thinking. I think I think I you're do. doing. You're right. I think you're doing yeah. a Mister Damas thing here. No, their <laughs> their faces now, and they and they're going and they're going to be largely, you know, jobber faces at least for the time being. And anyway, jobber heels, jobber. Well, now they're jobber faces. Just jobbers, so, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so there you go. So that, that so that was that. So we had some smoke shows in this, but uh, you know, but the show hmm. goes on. Some smoke shows indeed, and I hope you're not talking about Charlotte Flair or Braun Strowman and Ricochet, because as we come back from that match after the Top Gun vignette starring Miz and Maurice, of course, mm-hmm. we get Adam Pearce coming across Charlotte Flair. She asks if he's having a rough day at work or he's just unhappy to see her Jesus Charlotte couldn't you tell in his pants he was way down so yeah he was unhappy to see her he says he's always happy to see her though she asked for a match and he says he'll find her an opponent whoopity whoop and that moves on to the next match it is Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Viking Poop Aiders in Eric and Ivar this is all shit to me you really got that nickname game down today they're all fucking shit to me bro all four of them even Braun. What are they doing with Braun? We should be... Forget Bray Wyatt. Let's be honest. Be freaking honest, Jeff. I know you're going to probably say, no, he's doing great. Bullshit. He is. is he? Yeah, really? He comes out, the crowd goes crazy. They like him. I, mean, I what, get what, that. He's six foot six, say, right? Roughly, give or take, right? Six foot six, looks like a monster among men, pun intended, right? right? But he's not in any meaningful feud since his return. Nothing. There's nothing meaningful well, they did, I mean, they did win a tag team tournament and they had and they had they had title shots i mean big deal what do you mean big deal what what is wrestling about other than being in, in title pictures i get team? that but this guy obviously a- ricochet you know is going to continue to cost the matches and they're then they're going to have a feud whatever right but the point is 
Not so everyone can be at the top of the card. But he, there but, has to be an entire card. There's got to be the bottom of the card. I understand the the card. that. I totally understand that. But this guy was meant to be top of the card, period. Correct? But he Am can't I, be. He's not a good enough talker. He doesn't have well, enough work. There you words. go. You just answered my question. He's not a good enough talker. He can't work for shit. He He's slips all the time. He He's on roids. And he shows it. He wears girl dresses. He wears dresses, Jeff. He doesn't wear dresses. I've seen pictures. Oh, you don't know. He doesn't wear dresses in the ring. Not well. Not not yet. (laughs) You know that's a possibility. (laughs) Yeah. And Saturn, Saturn, and Moppy. Maybe he'll get Moppy next. I can picture that. He's dumb enough. Ricochet is sort of like a human Moppy. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he turns around and he says. Mappy and he's oh sorry ricochet sorry <laughs> anyway the vikings won which is even more fantastic whatever doesn't matter i mean you know neither it one of these matter. teams is, is going to be tag team champions anytime well, there you go or, they or if suck. they are it won't be for a long time it'll they'll be transitional champions all four of them suck in my opinion and their stupid manager i'm talking about Valhalla. Sarah Logan. Well, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with the, the Hala sucks. I definitely agree that the Vikings have not been the same in a long time, and I think that a long time. Probably, I, th- I think the Ricochet and Braun are just fine. Well, I disagree because it's been too long and they've done nothing. I mean, how long has he been back with the company for now? Roughly six months, seven. That's months? what I was going to say. About six months and has done absolutely fucking nothing. He's not on TV every week in the crowd. TV every week, TV, but that's yeah. it. I what, mean, what, Ali's on TV every week. You're, Ali's you're a on character TV. on a TV show. What else is there? Character. What, what, what's his character? The monster among men. Do you, do you think these championships actually mean something? They're Are you saying they're props? There you go. They're Did props. I say? Don't put words in my head. They're, I never said that championships. storylines. Yeah, but it, I never said anything about championship belts, first of all. Two, you said it. Key words, storylines. Right. Is he in any meaningful storylines? Not now, but he will be. Was Kane Six always in meaningful storylines? Was The Undertaker well, in meaningful storylines? Well, he story was. Actually, he was in some of the most memorable meaningful storylines. He was also in lines. lots of things that you've forgotten. Like, like, That's silly true, tag, too. Like, like silly tag teams. Was The Big Show always in, in memorable storylines? Was Big John Stud? Was King Kong Bun? No. Big John Stud wasn't in some stupidity shit like this, yeah. though. Well, they didn't do stuff like this. Yes, he did. They would had the $10,000 You Can't Body Slam Me challenge. Oh, yeah, but that was oh, still but, not but, as bad. But yeah, but it's the same thing. That was the late seventies, early eighties. It's, it, I mean, it, it's, I, I don't. He's doing just fine, and he'll have his moment. Listen, before all of this said and done, he will be a world champion five or six times, just like Kane was, or the I hope not, or the Big Show. Sure, he will. And, <laughs> and none of his title reigns will be memorable. They'll they'll all be under six months. Hmm. Maybe. Um, I'm glad you brought up the championships too. So you're saying, now think about it. You've been a lifelong fan, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you ever wanted to become a professional wrestler, are you telling me you're gonna those bouts wouldn't mean shit all to you? It depends. If I'm get, I mean, it, if I'm getting paid a lot and I'm on TV every week, what do I care? I mean, this is this is this is like character actors complaining that they're always the bad guy. Right, but but still, the belts mean something to them, uh, most of them anyway. I mean, think about I mean, it. It still makes you the best in the company. It still means you're trusted to be the face of the company. 
Rick Rude never won a title. Roddy Piper well, never won a international world title. He did, which is technically the WCW World Championship. Scott Scott Hall never won a top title. I mean, That's fine with him because he was that good. He didn't even need it anyway. Let's be honest. Kurt, Kurt Henning never won the world title. Too in, small in, to be world champion. He's not small. He's he was a big. He's guy. not. But you back then he was. Giant. He towered oh. over Jeff Jarrett. Oh, I want to say tower. Come on, yeah. you're, you're pitching at straws now. No, I'm not. He was, he was probably fifteen percent bigger than 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 Jeff Jarrett. Um, <sighs> wow. I mean, there's plenty of people who are legends who didn't hold a lot of titles or titles at all. I, I never agree. held a title. Stud never held a title. Well, Stud won a King of the Ring, didn't he? Oh, now you're going with King of the Ring? You're talking about me <laughs> clutching at straws? I'm just saying, just saying. I mean, Braun Strowman won the, the uh, you know, the Battle of the World's that Greatest Battle exist Royal. Anymore, Chip. It doesn't even, it's not even part of the... The Royal I mean, Rumble universe, green belt, just like Adam Cole has his pink belt. So that makes him, that makes him still champion then, undefeated. Well, I don't know what this new Saudi Iranian deal has to, you know, what impact it has on Braun's title from <laughs> from Jeddah. The old Mushallah oh, yeah. World Championship. Yeah. Can we yeah, do that, that? That may have some impact on it. I'm not sure. <laughs> Mushallah, anyway. God willing, he's still the champion when they go back to Saudi. Exactly, God willing. <laughs> God willing. Anyway, whatever. I mean, Mahal is. was a world champion. Does, does that make him seem more impressive to you? No, because I'm not a fan of Jinder. The only right. fan of Jinder I am is our listener, Jinder Mahal. I love him if it was. The British Jinder Bulldog Bull. never was a world champion? He was so overrated. I'll say it now. Whatever. He couldn't talk for Skata, Jeff. Still? Lex Luger is never world champion, at least in yes, WWE. Yes, he has. WCW is multi-time world champion. Yeah, and WCW, sure. WCW was not only the biggest wrestling company in the world at the time, for but weeks. even 84 weeks, 83 weeks, sorry, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say three weeks or 83 weeks? 83 weeks. Like oh, okay, I didn't hear the show, eight part. The I didn't hear... All right. Still, I'm, it's sure, a long time. I'm not sure that Lex Luger was ever the world champion during that time. I think it was pretty much which time. Hulk Hulk, 1997, he won the world championship. As a matter of fact, was that during the 83 Wait. weeks? I don't think so. Yes, it was. All of '97, WCW was on top. Not one week did WWE get him over the ratings. In '97, that's a know. fact. Look it up. You look it up. I know. I already know. I don't have to. Remember, he said 83 weeks in a row they won the thing, right? I, I There's 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> I know what 83 weeks means. Right. You sure? Are you sure? I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so back to uh, what I was saying. Lex Luger. Let's see. Just to be sure. I could be wrong. I, I could be totally wrong. But let's just see his world championships and what years he won it. And then that's it. I'll get away from this shit. Oh, here we go. Championships. Where is it? WCW. World Heavyweight Champion two-time. And what year was it, though? Fuck years. Tell me the year, man. Doesn't even tell me. Anyway, it's he's two-time champ. I could have sworn it was in 97. I'll just type Lex Luger Championship Run. Actually, have you watched the Legend series of Lex Luger? Jeff? No. Um, should check it out. Real good, man. Mm-hmm. No, really. I, on A&E, great, great show. All right, here we go. Nitro, when he won the belt off of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Just want to see the year. 
Uh, I'm sure it was 1997, though. Yes, 1997, Jeff. As a matter of fact, he became world champion. And how long did he hold the, it from? Uh, well, good question. Um, wait a minute. Let me see. I don't think it was that long. Oh, wait. Let me see. Uh, I'm just saying, saying, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't tell me how long he's run for. I'm probably going to have to um, type that. All right. June 17th, 1996, WCW Monday Nitro for the first time won the battle of Monday Night Ratings against WWE. And then they it went would go on, on a run. To do so for the next 84 weeks in a row. Who? WWE or, or, or WCW? Holy shit. What, what, what do you say? WCW. WCW won that run yes, from late 96. Oh, okay. WWE. Sorry. God, uh, sorry, man. I'm trying to read something and I thought I heard WWE the other way around. So, well, oh, good. I get it. Continue. Right. Lex Luger won on August 4th, 1997. Okay. In and Auburn Hills, Michigan. When did he lose it? That's another good question. Uh, well, he lost it in August 97 at Roadwild in Sturgis, so South he Dakota. Won it when, in, when did he win it? Hey, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. So he won on August 4th, 97, right? Uh-huh. Wow. I didn't even realize it was that short. I remember. It, and he lost it like two weeks later? August 9 at Roadwald in Okay, Sturgis. he lost it five days later. Okay. Yeah. I rest my case. Wow. 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 That's that's shocking. Um, right. Yeah. But still, he, won, he still won it in 97. But that's weird. And he, wow. and he lost it to, to Hogan, right? Absolutely. You know what he would have done. You would be like, yeah, I'll give you the belt for five days. And then it don't work for me, brother. Well, there you go. Well, it didn't work for anyone because they were winning. (laughs) Clearly, clearly. They were winning because of the outsiders, not because of Lex Luger. Anyway, Lex Luger is rumored to be going into the WWE Hall of Fame this year so we can transition back into WWE and get this show back on track. Okay. Well, let's go because we get Imperium backstage with Adam Pearce. Good to choose him out. You did say that to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, cool. Um, Yeah, you did say it. Anyway, next is Charlotte Flair and Shotzi Blackheart. Um, Not much to really say other than Charlotte Flair wins by submission with the figure eight. We did have some schmozzery with Rhea Ripley, but big deal. But post-match, Ripley gets in the ring, microphone in hand. Flair asks her what she has to say, and Rhea tells her to wipe the smug. What do you have to say, kid? Whatever. Right. Well, that uh, was the only important part of the promo. Well, she tells her to wipe the smug look off her face because she sees all of Charlotte's insecurities in her eyes. And at WrestleMania, she's going to take the one thing that makes Flair feel so important when she becomes the SmackDown Women's Champion. Charlotte says she's improved every single day of her life and some love her for it and others don't. But it's fact. She wants it more and she will outwork anyone wherever I heard that before because she takes this business seriously and Ripley will rip apart anyone. I mean, sorry, not yeah. And Ripley will rip apart anyone that gets in her way, except her. Yeah, that was a shit promo by Charlotte. I'm not gonna lie. It's been a no, shit run to WrestleMania. It, it, it right. didn't need. It, it, I mean, I would have rather seen the the Bray Wyatt, whatever it was, than than this or the Paul Heyman promo, which was completely unnecessary. Can I ask Jeff? Do you think there's a lot of politicking going on between Charlotte and Rhea? Because I feel like this feud is pulling Rhea sort of down a little bit 
I don't think there's any politicking whatsoever. I think I think this is no, I don't think so. Okay, but do you think it's holding it back a little bit? I'm talking about how, how could it possibly. No, I mean, I just feel like it's been weak. These these interactions between these two men, considering we've only got two weeks to go now. Well, neither one is exactly a great promo, and and you know they they have better nonverbal communication. And shame on WWE for not figuring that out already. It, it's much better. Rhea is much better when she doesn't say anything or she just does things in a monologue. I mean, the thing, the promos these wrestlers are giving at this point, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's cruise that, control right now, Jeff. Right, and that's not interesting. And they right. they cut a segment out that maybe was interesting, maybe wasn't, but you know they they, they could have they could have done that, and you know, or, and they could have done any they could have done any number of things. Uh, and 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 I you know I didn't think this I didn't think any part of this was necessary. They could have shown the segment of, of Liv being bored by the uh, the talent relations guy at the Knicks game. At the Knicks game, yeah. I was going to say that. Shout out to Big Ray Hernandez once again. Because the Knicks suck, even though they're doing all right, actually. But I, I still hate I them. I don't watch basketball. No, they're doing good. I'm a basketball fan, but obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know, obviously, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, this I don't like Jimmy this. Jimmy T but... stands for Jimmy the Hood. <laughs> or it could be Jimmy T Tremendous. Why not that, Jimmy, Jeff? Jimmy three-point line. Hmm. Facts. Jimmy tip-off. Facts. What? What was the last bit you said? Tip-off. Oh, Isn't Jimmy tip-off. Yeah. Is that how no, start no, a basketball game with a tip-off? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. The tip-off. Jimmy tip-off. I like Jimmy. You have to keep these in mind for the for the weeks the Rampage gets bumped. Yeah, I know you're repeating yourself now, Jeff. I've been sort of switching them around now. You know what else I did? They, I don't know if you noticed. You know how you, you wrote on the Revolution thing? And I loved it. But I added to it. About how I've I started bleeding and Chris started bleeding and whatnot, hard mm -hmm. way and and bleeding, and yeah. I said, you, I added with you because you're a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. You forgot the damn oxygen tank outside of the ring, so right. we were bleeding and bleeding. You forgot the 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 oxygen tank, and I only care about my nitrous oxide. <laughs> So, yeah, I just wanted to put it out there. Anyway, we come back and the Usos make the entrance and we get a recap events of Raw, blah, blah, blah. Jimmy starts talking, saying the Usos are back together and the bloodline is in your city. Jay says the big question of the whole week and pauses just long enough for Sammy Chance to start, even though they weren't really starting to chant just yet. People right. have asked him why he betrayed Sammy Zayn like that and he gets visibly emotional. He waits a long beat before asking us to switch roles and step into his shoes and asks what we, we would do. Your family's car breaks down, you give them a ride. They get groceries, you feed them. Their power's gonna get shut off, you pay the bill. He did it because he had to. He didn't want to do it, but he had no choice. And he never had a choice because Jimmy is his blood. It's his twin brother and it's his familia. Not Sammy or any of us. You want to blame him you don't know what he goes through we sit in the stands like or in our living room and we don't know what he's going through there's one person he blames and that's you sammy zane his brother was about to get clipped what was he supposed to do sammy selfish he claims all he had to do was fall in line but he didn't know anything about that because his ass ain't blood and it never will be straight facts from jimmy yeah. Uh, from Jay, sorry. Jimmy then says, since they got rid of the Sami Zayn problem, Cody Rhodes is the only problem left. He asks what Cody's issue is. And then guess what? Ch fucking Jeff. We get mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes. 
He says he keeps hearing his name, and if you're going to talk about him, talk to him. They say that, well, they were talking to you, Cody, via the camera. Jesus. They say they answered to Roman Reigns while he doesn't. He answers to the fans, and it sounds like they don't want to hear them talk. They'd rather see him fight. Jimmy then tells him if he takes one more step, he's going he's gonna to make it. He ain't going to make it to WrestleMania. And Cody takes his jacket and tie off and steps forward. And guess what, Jeff? The, Z- the Z-Man himself is here in Sami Zayn with a double leg into mounted punches on Jay. Cody gets in there and we got a brawl. Sami takes Jimmy to the announce table as Jay and Cody fight into the crowd. Cody's got his shirt off, but Jimmy cuts him off. Sammy's not far behind and the brawl continues as Sammy sends Jay over the barricade and into the ring. He and Cody clear the ring and stand tall. And that's all, folks. I hated this. I love the promo. I thought that both Jimmy and Jay did great. I didn't mind Cody coming out and what, I what mind. he said. I did not like... I don't... I know the crowd went crazy for it, but I, I think that Cody versus the Bloodline needs to be its own thing, that they are risking doing... <laughs> The same thing that AEW does is that they're diluting. They're, they're, they're trying to put two hot acts together, but that doesn't... Usually only one hot axe survives, and people always like the underdog. And Sammy's the underdog. Cody is not an underdog, even though in storyline he probably is, but he's not an underdog. He's a prodigy. He's a pedigree. He's, he's both those things. And he's, and he's probably the chosen one as well. So I, I've always said I don't like this. They should keep their stories parallel to, to you know separate but equal and keep them separate but i don't mind some interactions like back when they're giving a pep talk i don't mind that cody did the save last week but now we're gonna get a cody and sammy you know tag team match versus the usos next week solo will probably get involved roman will probably get involved that'll be the brutal beatdown, and that's what exactly. when will finally snap and, pro wrestling 101 right and 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 you know i guess that's fine but they could have done that story without Cody being involved in it as well. And maybe exactly. No, but they I, I, didn't know. Yeah. It is a mess. It's becoming a mess, Jeff. This is the problem that that I've got. It's a real mess. Right. Because where was KO? Why is like you said, why is Cody Rose interjecting himself into Sammy's into Sami Zayn's business even though you know, it's Roman's business. Sure, right. it all interacts with itself, but they didn't even have to go there. Yeah. Just like, leave I, it. I get why Sammy wants friends. That's what he's looking for. He's looking he's for a freaking, he he's, a, he's a creep, Jeff. He's becoming more of a creep the more and more this is going on. Right. He's desperate and he doesn't have friends. Right. See, I don't want to see. I don't. I didn't want to see. I, I want to keep the aura and mystique of of Cody separate. Keep him in his in his fancy outfits. Have him have him talk a little bit, but keep him separate. Again, I you know I don't. I already said I I don't like. When, when it's a solo act and they're sharing the spotlight. Same reason I didn't like Starks with Action Andretti and, you know, the same <laughs> reason I don't like that QT Marshall is with Hobbs. I mean, some of them are stupid. I mean, this makes more sense logically, but I still don't like it. And I agree with you. I, I think I think it's cluttery um, and it seems like it's designed to get a pop from the crowd, which is not nothing, but that's not what TV wrestling is for. And I'm not going to give WWE a pass for it, uh, and only criticize AEW for the same thing I've said all along. Thank I you. want Cody to be there, and I want Sammy and Kevin's story to be separate, or people are going to keep clamoring for they want it to be a three-way and Sammy in the title picture, and that will be a disaster of Adam Page's Kofi Kingston-ish proportions. Oof, that's a big call. But you see, but you're right, because you're alienating the fan base now into thinking 
that possibly, because let's be real, you know, pro-wrestling fans aren't the brightest freaking people in the world. Right. I'm just saying, not all, obviously our fans are, are on our level, otherwise they wouldn't be listening, right? So I'm just so. saying, because a lot of fans are going to take this, I'm, I'm telling you, go on some dumbass forums or somewhere on Facebook, I guarantee you, there is people out there saying, oh my God, we could get the three-way now at WrestleMania. It's only two weeks away. And rah, rah, rah. But no, we're not going to get that. And if we did get that, they're just going to mess it up for everybody, which they are doing right now. It's becoming messy. And I don't understand why, how they actually are starting to screw this up. And even if, if KO does come to the rescue, right? Why? Mm-hmm. He's going to turn around and say, oh no, I was rescuing Cody. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to make this bloody. And when I say bloody, it's got to be like one of those moments where Kevin Owens legitimately thinks Sammy's going to die, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's the only way that that, that makes sense. Otherwise, it's going to be anticlimactic, whatever it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, again, I mean, I've said it before. I, I, this is not something that I am interested in seeing. Um, yeah. It's interesting, but we'll see. I hope they don't. I mean, they've got one more week to really put things good. But the fact that Roman wasn't around was weird. The fact that Bray Wyatt wasn't around was weird. The fact Lashley wasn't even around was weird too. I mean... A lot of these matches now leading into WrestleMania towards the end, these last final weeks, I hate to say it, but it's very um, amateur fucking shit right now, the way they're going. How do you uh, actually... Did you just... Yes. <laughs> what was that, Jeff? You'll, you'll see. Um, <laughs> I have I've said many times that Triple H, his, his booking, is in, in a lot of ways is the worst inclinations of both Vince McMahon and Tony Khan. Um, you have said that, and that just scares me when you and, say and that. This was a, I mean, the, the problem you get is that the fans, they're not necess- you don't know who they're cheering for when you do this, but they went crazy when Cody came up, but they went crazier when Sammy came out. That's and what I'm saying. They, they're I cheering the for fans. both, but are they? And you it's... don't want them to be cheering for anyone louder than Cody when Cody's there. They already cheer for the Usos. It's already bad enough right, that right. the heel that it's cool heels. It's like the it's like the Road Warriors when they're bad guys. People just still Absolutely. think that. So I, I just think that you 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 risk reducing Cody. Um, and again, the Sammy story can stand alone, and we know it involves Kevin. It doesn't need to involve Cody. I mean, if you want a, a, another throwaway face. I mean, they they have people on the roster who are doing. I mean, I did I do the gag with identify an AEW wrestler you forgot mm-hmm. works or identify a wrestler you forgot works for AEW. But you could do that with WWE too. You could do identify a wrestler you forgot works for WWE. There's there's plenty of them as well. And so just so just if you want to stick someone in, put Madcap Moss in here. He's he's generic face number whatever, and let him right. come in to help Sammy and let him be in. And but you know, of course, it's Madcap Moss, so he can't help very much. And he gets knocked out, and then they beat the shit out of Sammy viciously. I mean, it's it, it it's fine, and let and let him, you know, let let him sniff the top, and you know, it's gonna be four on one. So you know, he's not hurt too much. Not that I care, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it just you know, I, I've said the same thing like four times now, and then you know, right. people know what I feel like, and I, you know, I hope well, they agree. But you know, listen, it was fine television. I just, I just, I, I don't care for it. I think, I think that 
This was a. This has been mostly a finely tailored storyline. Was with some, with some hiccups and you know sort of was. doldrums along the way. This I think is an unnecessary entanglement. No, and I'm worried. I'm not going to lie because uh, we've only got two weeks, and they do this now, like yeah, it's two, two more two more shows. It's 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 th- it's three weeks from well now today because it's Saturday. So three weeks from today. So I guess are there three more SmackDowns? I guess so. No, no, hold on. Isn't it two weeks now? They said three weeks from tomorrow. It's April fifth. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Three weeks. Fuck. I thought it was two weeks. Okay. It's that's plenty of time. In April, whatever it is, because right, I right, right. stand and deliver the first. Yes, stand and deliver. Yeah. So it's probably it's probably the first and second. Oh, whatever. But the point is, just they, they, you know what? Before we go, I'll say I'll give you one more thing. Do you think it's possible that Triple H? He's testing waters here with, with this shit that we saw tonight on SmackDown. No, and when I say I, testing I, waters, I'm talking about on the fans who they like want. No, more. I don't. I, I, I right. think I think he's just making a mistake. I think he's like, All right. Sammy's hot. We need to get him on TV. Cody's hot. We, we we need Sammy needs a friend. So let's get the two hottest guys on there. But because <laughs> he remembers the two man power trip. But yeah. this ain't that. It's different. It, it is different, and and it makes. Sami Zayn looked petty and friendless. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, well, he is friendless. and desperate. That, that's the thing. But but Cody helped him, so it's that's like, true too. Uh, I, we're just gonna we're just going around the mulberry bush, just repeating ourselves again. So all right, I know because I'm just I just want to wrap my head around what they're gonna possibly do going forward from this. We just night heard on. It. We saw. I know, I know, gonna, I know. But there's gonna be there's a lot of scenarios, now. right? I know, oh, definitely. And there and and there it is. <laughs> 100 percent they'll probably announce it on raw if anything whether, anyway. whether it's whether it's on raw whether it's on smackdown whether they announce on smackdown for the following week whatever i mean you know they, they should they should let some cooling off period they should probably have you know next week they should have roman on tv but not engage him and just sort of you know say he's happy to see jay but not happy with what he's seeing in the ring i, I agree and i still think jay could possibly get reprimanded by roman because of the choice of words that he said and clearly he's not 100% happy. He essentially is saying, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. And it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah. But in saying that, Jeff, I think uh, we can take it home, man. I think so tell so them they can find you. Listen, this was a neater and cleaner show. We went on an hour and 40 minutes on a one-hour rampage and just over an hour of SmackDown. <laughs> and we talked plenty of nonsense on the side. So where can you find me? On Twitter at IcarusFellMD. Uh, you can find me off the hunt here on the PWC and the channels we cross-pollinate with, including Channel Attitude, powered by Hummy Media Group, the PW Hustle. You can find me on the Wrestling Suit Network, sometime on the Drew, sometimes on the Drew Yari Show. I, I gave him 45 minutes this week, and he has another Garden of Dream planned uh, where he gave me oh, a assignment. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, and uh, I, I was on the recent Homeboy 88, which is the number one show in Suriname and Kyrgyzstan. That. That's a shoot, people. That's a shoot. Allah Kyrgyzstan. That's right. So I'm I'm huge in Suriname, and I'm like I'm like David Hasselhoff, but I'm huge in two countries: <laughs> Kyrgyzstan and Suriname. I'm like a celebrity in those places. Uh, so don't fuck with me. Your numero uno, the, not mean, evil dose. Your evil uno. That's right. Suriname and Kyrgyzstan, point number one. <laughs> number one, the most evil number one. That's right. Just you know, west and south, I got it all covered. Anyway, um, oh. Gar- Hammerlock Hangover, my, po- oh. my wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena. Garden of Doom and Garden of Views are my non-wrestling podcast. Garden of Views is topical. There's a show you won't believe. I promise you, check it out. You'll be hooked. You'll want to listen to other shows, too. And I'm booking guests like crazy. 
Uh, but this guy was, uh, basically there was gigantic pros federal prosecutorial misconduct. You have a dead whistleblower the day before she was supposed to go into court. You have a romantic entanglement with someone from the prosecution team Ooh. and someone who was sort of on the defense side. Um, you, you cannot you cannot believe this story and it's true. Um, There's a documentary on television, by the way, of, of, of your guy too. I've seen it. Yeah, and, and, and there will they'll, they'll definitely be a bigger one coming. Um, but, uh, and... Uh, uh, Garden Doom. Doom, the most recent shows, Bigfoot, Paranormal Investigator, and tomorrow I'm dropping a show on Tarot uh, with uh, Tara with my uh, guest, Mademoiselle Camille from our friends at Voodoo Authentica in New Orleans, where I've interviewed Mambo Bambi, who's a voodoo priestess, and Papa Zar, Balthazar, who's a vampire, um, and now Mademoiselle Camille. So uh, I'm, I'm getting, and she's going to come back. She's going to do ghost stories of New Orleans. Um, so. This, uh, we've got this great New Orleans relationship, and New Orleans is a really cool town. So I can't wait to very like, cool peel back and, and very year. gay too, in a good way. Everyone's happy in New Orleans. <laughs> hey, the gay and lesbian Mardi Gras there. So am I wrong? Yeah, terrific. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, it's facts. Ec excellent, valuable addition to the show. <laughs> All right, people. Just... That, 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 that that's it. I'm, I can't follow that. I'm out. Stay <laughs> Oh, come on. Anyway, if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Mass Effects and at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here at the PWCnetwork.podbean.com, channelattitude.com, where we will be talking about SmackDown in more depth on the Smack Attack for quite possibly three hours. Actually, more than likely, it will be a three-hour show, as it always is, even though we've done a condensed, no, a condensed version. No, two hours or less, and there's only been three of us. Two week. hours and 30 minutes plus Smack Attack goes for without fail, Jeff. Mm. And that's not, hey, hey, by all means. Well, me in eight hours, so I don't care. I need some sleep. Yes, that's true. We need to sleep. All of us need to sleep. And also, like and subscribe at hamimmediagroup.pubbing.com for the affiliate shows, including Jeff's, and in saying that, I think we're so out. Matt, I'm Jimmy T. Do you want to do a, you, your own podcast? Excuse me? Well, maybe. You maybe I should. Would you yeah. like to do your own podcast? Oh, shit. Yes, I did. <laughs> I do, as a matter of fact. You're right. I forgot I all know, about man. that. I did want my own podcast, as a matter of fact, Jeff, but I forgot well, to you mention can do it. it. Even you, Jimmy T, can, can have your own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> I can have my own podcast? Really? You can. So how do I do that? Like, what do I do to actually get my own podcast? You know, you don't even have to be a good boy. You don't even have to make it off the Santa's nice list. All really? you have to do is go to podbean.com and no. sign up and put in, in the promo code PWC Network and you get a free month on the what? on your friends at the PWC. The wait. P stands for PALS. PALS? Yeah. So wait, so it's not PALS the other? connections. <laughs> with connections, right. That's right. But so you're telling me if I go to podbean.com affiliate code PWC Network, I can get my own show and get a free month on top of that? Even you, Jim T, can Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow, thank you, Podbean. And if you can do it, anybody oh. can do it. It's true. If I can do it, anybody can. And that's free with a F, not a T, H. Right. So, yeah. You can wow, be number one you. in Suriname, too. Not Kurdistan, <laughs> that's mine. Actually, no, I'm not number one there. But Podbean is number one because I'm going to start my own show. Thank you, Podbean. <laughs> All right. Well, in saying that, we're out.
I'm Jimmy T, that's Evil Dose Jeff Nickman, and you've been listening and watching the PwC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PwC Network. Sayonara, folks. No one cares Ole. about Go Raj, go. Go Raj, go. See ya. Meanwhile, look at Zelina Vega. Caught by Ripley. And now Zelina. I think he wants to inflict more damage. Xavier Woods now, top rope. Pointing to the WrestleMania sign, delivering the elbow all the way across the ring. Cover! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2023, Rey Wow. You know, this is a moment WWE is really gonna induct. You shut your mouth. WWE. WWE is really gonna induct a washed up old man into the Hall of Fame. Huh? Mommy was right. I'm ashamed to be your son. Someone who respects Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, who has been a supporter and a fan of Rey. Rey Mysterio, of course, gifting Santos a mask, one of his own masks that Dominic ripped up last week. Your father may have let go of what you did last week, but I haven't. You're going to have your opportunity to see Braun Strowman, the 335-pounder in action. Here comes Strowman! Fool around and find out. And now Eric set over the top rope as well, just like Ivar. Look ugly, but with that kind of power, it still works. And now launching Ricochet into the Viking Raiders! Are you kidding me? Dominic right into his dad. That was picking on his girlfriend. Off the distraction by Rhea. Damian Priest gets involved. The official didn't see it. Trying to keep Ray out of the ring. Cover now by Dominic. And Dominic steals one. 
450, nobody home. Eyeball looking nimble. What a heel kick. Out to give Ricochet a taste of his own medicine, perhaps. From the top rope, he's going to crush the man. Vikings with the win. Charlotte Flair hitting top gear. Oh, and a spear! Sending a message to the challenger, Rhea Ripley. Look on, Rhea. Look on. Take notes. Charlotte Flair with a direct message sent to Rhea. Bridges into the into the trying to bridge and she finally does after this tough battle against Shotzi who has to tap out. Here is your winner by submission, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair! <laughs> The one thing I don't understand is why the WWE is inducting you into the Hall of Fame when the only Hall of Fame you deserve to be in is the Deadbeat Dad Hall of Fame. Because at the end of the day, I should have been Eddie's son. Listen, Cody, you take one more step here, 
You ain't gonna make it to WrestleMania, son. Because we're gonna put you on the shelf just like we did Sammy Zayn. And Cody Rhodes obviously not backing down from this fight. Wait a minute, Sammy! Sammy! Sneak attack, payback on Jay, but it's two on one. Sammy Zayn! And now Cody Rhodes gets into the mix, and the brawl's underway! Sammy Zayn from out of nowhere, attacking Jimmy! Right on top of the announce table! Cody and Jay fighting out of the WWE fans! Completely lost control, Cole. And now Jimmy rushing out to the end of his brother. The arms embargo between the bloodline and Cody Rhodes has just gone up in smoke. Sammy Zayn now in the fight. Jay sent back into the ringside area. It is chaos. Officials out here to separate things.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.